Welcome to His Hands, His Feet podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Camp. The purpose of this podcast is to inspire and encourage you to live a life on mission. In today's episode, I introduce you to a new friend of mine named John Palmieri, who is with World Orphans. And so we get to know John a little bit better, uh, he, him personally and his family, and also his role with World Orphans and exactly what World Orphans organization is all about. But to give you a little bit of a, a taste, uh, their vision statement or mission statement is to empower the church to care for orphans until they all have homes. And they really focus on a holistic care of children and families. And at first, that may sound like they're uh, really into uh, helping people adopt children from, from uh, different countries. And, for example, right now they are working closely with um, churches and within Guatemala, Haiti, and Ethiopia. They also have things going on in about nine or ten other countries as well. But really what their focus is, as you will hear in this interview, is to find out what the needs are within that community, within that country, and to find a local church here in the U.S., to partner with a local church within that community and country and help them to restore families, strengthen families, and to help vulnerable children right there in their own communities. I really resonate with that because for me, I think that is the best solution is to find ways to help communities and families uh, be strong enough to take care of their own at-risk children. And so that's exactly what this organization is doing. So we'll get a taste of that in this interview today. Here we go. Interview with John Palmieri with World Orphans. Well, John, thank you for coming in today. Thank and, you uh, for having me. Yeah. Was, uh, for those listening, I was just telling John, this is the first guest I've had that we're sitting in my office uh, doing this recording. And so uh, welcome. Thank welcome you. to our home. Thank you for having me. Um, so I just want to give you an opportunity to tell you about yourself. So Introduce yourself to to us and who you are, who your family is, and anything you want to add to that. Okay. Um, my name is John Palmieri. I work currently for World Orphans, um, but I am uh, just a Texas-born kid, uh, raised here, uh, ran into a California girl a couple of years back, um, surprised me when we met. She was a graduate of Wheaton, and that intrigued me at the time because I had I had just come out of youth ministry, and I was going back to school to get my degree in social work um, to do what I thought was open a nonprofit uh, for orphan care internationally. And she had studied international relations. She worked for several of the big um, international nonprofits in the world, and she had a lot to say about that. Hmm. Um, the thing that really intrigued me about her is that she was able to speak into mentally what I wanted to do, and she wasn't afraid mm. to talk to me about it. So I immediately uh, scooped her up yeah. um, and we got married uh, pretty quickly. I think in, in almost exactly a year we were mm -hmm. married um, and that was back in 2014. Okay. Um, we are now awaiting our second boy. Oh. Um, he'll be here. I don't know if he's in labor right now. Oh my gosh. Um, it, right. it, it could be three or four weeks. We don't know. Right. The second one always comes quick and, our first, he is, uh, he's almost 14 months now. Wow. Um, so we have our hands full. Yep. Um, starting in a new ministry. So I, I graduated from UT mm -hmm. with my degree in social work last May 2016 and started support raising for this ministry um, opportunity. 
and spend the remainder of 2016 doing that. And so having a newborn hmm. alongside that and then finding out we were pregnant again during that time, um, you know, God is very gracious in how he uses children uh, to refine us, oh, yeah. um, to, to point us to him. And so, but yeah, that's us. We, uh, we're here in Austin now. We call it home. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think we're going to be leaving anytime soon unless, of course, you know, Sure. God decides to break our lease and send us somewhere else. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very true. So you mentioned World Orphans. That's who you're working with. Uh, tell us a little about the organization. Um, World Orphans, uh, the vision is mm -hmm. to empower the local church mm -hmm. to uh, care for orphans, to come alongside families and communities, um, but it's doing it through the local church. Mm -hmm. um, parachurch organization, use fancy words, international NGO, Right, um, nonprofit. They yeah. they look to love the local church well, mm -hmm. and not to do the work instead of the local church, but to empower the local church. And that's right. that's what really brought me and Katie into like, oh, this this is mm -hmm. these people have a good perspective on this, and so right. intrigued us. Um, but they do that through um, holistic care mm -hmm. of orphans um, and vulnerable children mm -hmm. through the families that go to churches internationally okay. uh, through the international church. Mm -hmm. um, and they do so through partnerships with local U S churches. Okay. Um, and that's what really intrigued me. <laughs> and that's where I find myself now. Mm -hmm. Um, I am the church partnership director. Um, so I work in networking with local, um, Maybe not even local. I say mm -hmm. local, but it's all across the U.S. Right. Um, stateside churches. Uh, I work with them in the hopes that we can bring them alongside a church in Guatemala or Haiti mm -hmm. or South Africa or Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. um, we can bring them alongside a church there and start building a relationship. Right. Um, that relationship we see God then use in many different ways, mm -hmm. um, whether it's through medical clinics mm -hmm. or food baskets or schooling, or psychological care with social workers sure. and, and things like that. Um, it's different everywhere we go, but mm -hmm. we see relationships built. We see orphans and vulnerable children cared for and served. We see families grow and become intact and become stronger. Mm -hmm. And through that, we see the gospel grow. You bet. Um, and, and that is, is what we do, and it's what I have mm -hmm. the privilege of, of doing now. That's, a, that's really good. So if I'm hearing you correctly, and if I'm understanding you, and we've, we've talked before, but um, your, your goal and your focus as an organization, as you partner with, say, a church in Guatemala, and you find a church here in the U.S. that wants to come alongside that, that church in Guatemala, um, your whole focus is to help that local community and church in Guatemala take care of their own vulnerable children. Am I, am I right. right. Yeah. Right. So, so my perspective previously was that orphans were little kids who lost their parents mm -hmm. in war, um, mm -hmm. and I think that in the '90s, TV really reinforced that in me. Sure. Um, but as I grew in in my understanding of the world orphan crisis, um, it, it became more evident that many of the children classified as orphans were. They had a parent, mm -hmm. um, often in, in Guatemala, as you mentioned, our work there, we work with mainly single mothers who have lost their, their 
the father of their child to drugs, right. to gang violence, um, they're in jail, or they're dead. Mm-hmm. And so we find kids that, that, that repeat that cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, they grow up, and there's not enough money in the home, there's not enough food, there's, and, and so they find ways of going out on their own, they get mm-hmm. into trouble as well. So we come alongside them to keep the family intact, to mm-hmm. help support the mother and help the child uh, so that the child can get education, right. so that they can get uh, the gospel, so mm-hmm. that they can get medical care, mm-hmm. and so that they can get food. We want to see them holistically cared for, the, the child, but, but the mother as well. Yeah. So that she can feel empowered in her family, that that we're not just giving them handouts. Right. Um, that that her church is actually loving her well. Right. That her pastor and her pastor's family, the, mm-hmm. the the wife and the kids mm-hmm. in that family, come alongside their family. They they're the ones that are going to hand deliver the, the food baskets. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that they're going to call when they need something, um, when they're in trouble. Right. And so we like to to help create that relationship. Um, through through the international church and the and the U.S. church, mm-hmm. really, it's it's recognizing that we have different giftings. You bet. Um, here in the U.S., we we can easily say that we have been blessed greatly mm-hmm. with provision. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been given much, and so how do we be good stewards of those things? How do we be good stewards of all the doctors and nurses, mm-hmm. of all the psychologists and trauma specialists that we have in our church body? Right. Um, as the church, we are rich here in the U.S. And so how do we share those resources? Just as we see in the New Testament, different churches called mm-hmm. to share their resources with one another. Um, how do we do that well? And then when we, when we go visit a church internationally, how do we encourage the international church right. to then share what they have, share their, what they've been richly blessed with? Mm-hmm. Um, and often it's the mercy and love that they can show. It's the humility they have. It's mm-hmm. the reliance on God. It's, it's faith that you don't see here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Often, um, faith looks different. Mm-hmm. And so, so often here in the U.S., we take for granted air conditioning. Right. Like, it's an easy thing that we go, oh, when we're in a different country and we don't have air conditioning, it's really noticeable really quickly, mm-hmm. um, especially for us Texans. You bet. We, uh, <laughs> well, thinking. we can't, we can't, we, we don't understand why, why is there no AC here? Um, it's not something we thank God for often. Mm. Um, and so it changes our perspective a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so someone who loves you well from that standpoint, right. who can, who can pour out everything they have. Um, we were in Guatemala recently. We had uh, a high school girl who who wanted to share with us her artwork. Um, mm. She was an artist. Mm-hmm. And she was so encouraged by the fact that we just thought her art was good. Right. She ran home, returned mm-hmm. half an hour later, and gave us all of her artwork. <laughs> um, the entire team, mind you, from, <clears throat> from uh, the Plains here in the U.S., right. was so encouraged by her outpouring of love to them. Mm. Um, she gave everything that she had. She that was it. She emptied her treasure trove of, of art. Mind you, she's very talented. She'll make more. Right. Um, but just that she shared her gift with them uh, is really encouraging and really humbling to see. Yeah, definitely. And what I appreciate, what I'm learning about World Orphans, uh, your organization, is that it's um, there's it dovetails uh, our call to both care for the orphan and the you know and vulnerable children all around the world. And also our call to go and proclaim the good news of mm-hmm. the world. And so, Absolutely. And, and it is, it's a, a powerful way as we 
come alongside these churches and these families to do that. Uh, they do see the gospel. And I like, I like what I'm hearing. Um, I know some that are listening may be motivated uh, by adoption, and that's, you know, that's not an uncommon thing, right? Um, and we both have friends and, and know many people who adopt from, from these countries, the ones that, that allow that to happen. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you invest in that community right. and it, into their children and, uh, and help them, those families to heal, and as you mentioned earlier to me, you know, to stay intact, Mm-hmm. then you start to see transformation of not just a child's life, but of a community's life. Yes. And that's what I'm hearing you say. Absolutely. That you guys do. Yeah. Um, it's curious to me that my picture of orphan care mm-hmm. changed from adoption mm-hmm. um, to foster care. Mm-hmm. I became really heavy in foster care back in 2010 through right. 11, 12. Okay. Um, and then it moved to just through my own work in the legal field here mm-hmm. with the foster care system, um, I became so aware of the need for families to be restored. Right. Um, the foster system here in, in Austin and in, in Texas, families mm-hmm. need to be cared for. Yeah. Um, and, and then bigger picture communities. Mm-hmm. Um, and so God helped me see that picture mm-hmm. get bigger and bigger before I entered this work, mm-hmm. which I think was really gracious of him. Right. Uh, if I had started this work with that perspective on adoption only, um, I love the picture that adoption is. Right. Um, I just see that it's a small piece of the greater pie of orphan care. Yeah. Um, there are so many ways. So many people feel like they can't care for orphans because they can't adopt. Don't right. feel called to adopt. Right. They can't foster. Um, but what we try to show people is that there's so many opportunities to love orphans, to to answer the call that mm-hmm. is made to us in Scripture, and and you can do that in many different avenues. Um, that's one of the things I get to walk with uh, yeah. churches when they come back from trips like this. Sure. Once they get back here in the States, they go, well, well what, what can we be doing mm-hmm. locally? How can we sure. be caring for orphans here? That's good. Um, I mean, even, even in Iraq right now, mm-hmm. I mean, we got pulled into an opportunity there in 2007. Mm-hmm. We didn't think, we didn't know what it would look like, right. but orphan care there looks like refugee care. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like housing for refugees and building schools yeah. and, and making new communities for them so that those families can keep caring for those kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you do run into sex trafficking there. You do run right. into, you run into a lot of different uh, hot button words mm-hmm. that, that we look to care for. Well, I'm really called to this. I'm called to this. I'm right. called to this. So we try to figure out what thing we're supposed to be doing, but there we see well, everything's present. Everything that we see is like, Oh, we should be caring for this. Um, I can see the orphan, the widow, the <laughs> refugee, the stranger. Um, I, I can see everything in Scripture that I'm called to in one setting. Yeah. Um, and just we happened upon it because a governor there emailed us. Right. Like, yeah. it is so right. And now we've been there for almost 10 years. Yeah. yeah. That's great. It, it's amazing. I'm hoping what you're sharing is, is eye-opening for, for uh, many here listening because we can get really pigeonholed or focused in one domain of you know what we're supposed to do and, and don't see how it all really bleeds together mm-hmm. yeah that's really cool um so you're working with churches or your role is to work with churches here in the u.s you touched on that mm-hmm. and so just any church anywhere in the u.s you you know you're open to working with them and helping them find a good fit is that how it goes right more or less mm-hmm. um, i am looking for gospel-centered churches mm-hmm. who have a, car, a heart 
sorry, who feel feel called call yeah. call and heart say cart, um, who feel called to care for the orphan. Mm-hmm. And I'm not about going around and, and calling churches and going, hey, you need to be working right. for the orphan. It's very much. Do you feel called to work mm-hmm. with orphan care internationally? Um, do you call? Do you feel called as a church to be on mission in a certain country, in a certain place? You know, we have opportunities right now in Haiti. Mm-hmm. and in Guatemala for partnerships, um, and even in Ethiopia right now for partnerships. Okay. I mean, we work in 12 countries. Right. Those are the three we have current partnerships available. And so I I look for churches who say, oh, I do feel called to this country. I do feel called to this place. Mm. And then we show them kind of the gamut of, okay, these are the churches we have available. Can you pray through these? Um, what does it look like for you to partner with this pastor, this pastor, this pastor, this pastor, these churches? And so we show church profiles to them so they can pray through them and feel like, well, this church really is about medical missions, mm. um, that they do a lot of that. This church is really about youth camps. Um, what do we feel our body is strongest in? Uh, what do we feel called to serve it? And so we, we kind of give them that option. We want this to be very much about the, the pastor here in the U.S. feeling mm. that his church and he is called to do this work. Um, and I say pastor because often it's a smaller church, so it is the pastor that's sure. doing it. Oh, yeah. But sometimes it's an elder. Sometimes it's someone who heads up a small group, right. and their small group feels so passionately that they want to do this. So it's really, yeah. we want to involve the local church. Um, and I'm looking at you know, whoever God brings along. It's, mm-hmm. it's really uh, it's really up to him in the end. You bet. <laughs> you bet. Absolutely. Again, I, you know, that's my hope, is that um, those listening, if, you know, if they're part of a church that, you know, that resonates with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're listening, you know, obviously you'll be able to go to my website and get the information on how to contact John. And so I'll be sharing with that, that with you in a little bit. Um, that's really good. I think, um, it gives me a good feel for, you know, what world orphans does and what you do, what your role is. How can those that are listening that, that, um, do want to partner with you? How can they partner with you? Well, there are a few different options. Mm-hmm. Um, one is personally, um, my wife and I are fully on support, and so we are still support raising a little bit. Um, we need financial supporters, and we need prayer supporters. We need we need more people on our team. Um, I don't want to not talk about that. You bet, absolutely. Um, and then we need churches. Um, my job specifically, is to find and work with churches. So we need contacts of mm-hmm. who, who is the point person to talk to in your church about that, who would be the right person. Um, just putting me in touch with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can't tell, I'm good at talking about this stuff. Um, God's given me a passion for it, and mm-hmm. so uh, I can continue conversations after that. Um, other ways, uh, sponsoring uh, a refugee, sponsoring a, a church, uh, we used to do sponsoring an orphan, but now we're doing sponsoring a family. Mm. Um, sponsoring a family that that, that child's been placed in. Um, and you'll find all of these options on our website. Right. Um, or, you know, through talking with me. Right. Um, but yeah, sponsoring a refugee, sponsoring a, an orphan family, um, or sponsoring a church. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, yeah, we've got a lot going on. A lot of ways for you to connect. A lot of ways for you to be a part of this work. Um, we have journey trips. Mm-hmm. as we call them. So I lead teams on trips um, as churches, but I also lead journey trips. 
which are, hey, we want to see if we're called to this. Um, let's go, the, the phrase I think is catch a vision. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if we're called to this truly. And so we take people, um, I lead teams, I'm going to lead a team to Haiti mm-hmm. uh, in the summer more than likely. We'll see how it fills up, how quickly. But that kind of thing, a journey trip, um, or just doing a funding campaign here. I mean, right. You can do a campaign here in Austin, you can, or in Texas, or wherever mm-hmm. you are listening to this. Um, right. If you feel called to raise funds um, for this cause, uh, we have all kinds of different options. I mean, you can do a bake sale, you mm-hmm. can do a car wash, you can go old high school, you know, <laughs> prop on it. Uh, whatever, whatever you can think of, whatever God puts on your heart, like, we're always up for for hearing how he's working in you sure. and how he's encouraging. We had a high school girl uh, email me a couple weeks ago about a fashion show she wanted to do to raise funds for us. And I was like, can you do that? I will come and speak. I'm fine with that. You do whatever you, whatever you feel passionate about. Um, you can use it. Yeah. Good. Good words. Well, John, thank you so much um, for introducing us to you and your family to World uh, Absolutely. Letting us know a little bit, just kind of giving us a, a little glimpse into what you guys are doing around the world. I'm excited about it. And again, I'll point those who are listening to all this information that you just shared with me, including your personal contact information. Okay. Thank you. So uh, thank you again for coming by. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate John coming in and sharing with us today. It was a, a joy to have him here at uh, my home. First of all, I want to apologize for the sound quality. Hopefully it came across okay. As I'm still learning uh, my way around the whole podcasting world, I tend to uh, overlook um, a couple of settings at times, and that's what I did on this interview. But I felt that the quality was still good enough to go ahead and, and uh, uh, share this episode with you. The content definitely um, is worth sharing. And what I appreciate, again, is how... World Orphans takes a a holistic approach to caring for uh, children, vulnerable children and orphaned children around the world. And it's not just those children, as John shared, it's it's the entire family, whether that's one parent or both. Um, But many children who are at risk of becoming true orphans are having very challenging, difficult lives, um, just simply need to have a community of support that comes around them. And... Our churches here in the U.S. can go a long ways with the resources and gifts that we have. Again, as John talked to, uh, we can uh, really impact communities, churches, families, children around the world if we so choose. Um, If you want to, as you heard from John, partner with him personally and or with World Orphan Organization um, in the show notes of this podcast episode on my website, you will find the links to to all that, uh, his email, his support page, um, information about World Orphans and some of the initiatives that they are involved with. So I encourage you to go to kennethacamp.com slash episode 17, and you'll get that those links there. Again, that's kennethacamp slash, I'm sorry, kennethacamp.com slash episode 17. And it'll take you straight to that page. And if you are in the Austin area or you're planning on attending the Future and a Hope Conference, that is on Saturday, February 25th. Is that correct? I believe so. Um, 
John will be there in uh, uh, with a, a table set up for uh, information about World Orphans, so I encourage you to stop by and say hello to him and get some more information directly from him. And again, that's the uh, A Future and a Hope conference that's in Austin, and I will provide a link to that as well on the show notes. And so again, thank you for joining me here at His Hands, His Feet. 